Okay, so welcome to the Oral Health Podcast. So we are looking at sustainability and environmental impact on uh, dentistry. Um, So today we are going to have a little bit of discussion about plastics in dentistry because plastic is everywhere, right? But in healthcare especially so. But um, we're going to just have a little bit of a chat about what we can do to be a bit more uh, plastic conscious and also what dentists might be able to do but obviously um I can't talk about the dentist side as much as Karen who's with me today so how are you Karen? I'm, I'm good thank you and I have to say you haven't mentioned my age yet so mm. I'm just waiting for it but uh, well I hopefully don't, uh... we can get through a whole podcast without you saying how old I am. <laughs> <laughs> Let's give it a go. I'm Let's obviously sustainable. Yes, you're very sustainable, long-wearing. Uh, all right. <laughs> Tick. <laughs> Made it two whole minutes. But uh, yeah, so plastics, obviously, they're everywhere in healthcare, right? But yes. in dentistry especially. Yes, there is. I mean, um, with dentistry, um, anything that can be disposed of is disposed of, which means it is generally um, a plastic or, um, in some cases, there is... There is uh, paper but obviously you can't use paper in somebody's mouth um so you know when you look at things like the metal instruments and the the hand pieces and things like that obviously they are reusable they are sterilized and reused so they are sustainable um so that that isn't a factor but all the um the plastic things that we use also the files for um root canal treatment although they're metal they are single use as well so all of those have to be discarded now when you've got something that has been used in the mouth you can't just send it to recycling because it's contaminated yeah of course so you're looking at a cross infection problem there so it is really um you know goes in the 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 it's a hazardous waste um uh, issue really so a lot of the things are not recyclable if they are obviously then you can recycle them but uh, you know looking at things like masks and gloves that are changed um you know with every patient sometimes in between patients if they're soiled or you know you have to go and use a computer or or mm-hmm. go and fetch something else so you know that that is something that we can't avoid doing because it's looking after the patient and the the dental team is the priority so that's why these these single-use plastics are used so much um i mean there's no reason why things like the the cup if you're providing your patient with a rinse you couldn't use a paper cup which obviously then you could uh recycle i mean theoretically it's been near the patient's mouth but you know we recycle paper things that we get from fast food outlets and things so yeah, that, yeah. that's not a problem I mean a lot of um, practices these days wash the patient's mouth out with the three-in-one syringe and the nurse aspirates mm-hmm. so there isn't really um, a need for rinsing in a lot of cases some patients still like to do it yeah um, but I just equally thinking, I think the only time I've ever been asked to rinse was when I had my um mouth guards done and I had bits and pieces of yeah. this stuff stuck yeah. like yeah. yeah that's the only it's time quite, I can it's remember. quite nice for the dentist to do it and the nurse to just suction all the, the bits away because they can yeah. see where it is yeah um 
So that tends to be the norm now. It's not for everybody. And you still will get patients who say, can I rinse? Um, which, you know, you can have the, the paper cups there mm-hmm. to, to do that. Um, so we're never going to eliminate it completely, but just just thinking a bit smarter and, you know, only change your gloves when you need to. Um, and look at the glove awareness campaign from the Royal College of Nursing. Yeah, absolutely. Because um, that will give you some good uh, tips on that. So, you know, there are ways that we can slightly reduce it, but I, I can't see a way that we are going to, in the current um, the current way things are done, um, you know, you, you, they're single use. You can't you can't get around the fact that they will be contaminated after they're used. Mm-hmm, absolutely. And yeah, safety and cross-contamination risk comes above everything else because it, it just does, like medical stuff kind of gets a little bit of a free pass with disposable waste. But yeah, like... I think, I mean, it, it, yes, obviously we, as I said before, we have to protect the team, we have to protect the patients. Um, but you know the the if there is a way to recycle more than is recycled at the moment i mean an ideal one would be the um sterilization pouches because they're sterile mm-hmm. so when you take your instruments out you could potentially recycle those okay if it's made of a recyclable material so that is something else obviously the boxes that your your gloves come in they will be recyclable um, so it's looking at, at the things that you can and the things that you can't. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when I say looking at things like forceps and um, all the the, uh, the mirror, the probe, all the other instruments um, and the drills, they are all sustainable because, you know, you, that you just couldn't throw them away afterwards. And you don't need to because um, sterilising them will make them sterile so you can use them on another patient yeah after it's been through the process well that's good to know um and yeah it, it's good to know what dentists and dental practices can do but also we have to take a little bit of responsibility so there is some stuff that you can look at if you want to be you know more of an eco warrior mm-hmm. i know mm-hmm. we try to be as much as possible and there's people in our office that are very passionate about it uh, as they should be um but there is things like plastic alternatives to toothbrushes. So yes, there is. Yeah. Bamboo. Bamboo, yeah. Um, yeah, so the bamboo toothbrush, the actual handle bit goes in the compost because that will break down and mm-hmm. it's just the head that you're throwing away. So it is cutting it down. Um, uh, we we do accredit um, a bamboo toothbrush called... Bambooth, yeah. Bambooth. They are yes. brilliant and uh, they're really passionate about single-use yeah. plastic mm-hmm. in uh, in toothbrushes. And certainly the manufacturers of toothpaste are looking at um, recyclable toothpaste tubes yeah. because obviously at the moment they're not. Um, I think the lid bit might be in some places. The, Maybe, the plastic yeah, bit you can unscrew off yeah. might be. But um, the actual tube, they're often made of two different materials. So you you can't, it's too hard to separate, it's too hard yeah. to separate or it it's really costly to do so yeah so I think it might be colgate that um they have like a, a recyclable tube or they're looking at it i remember mm. seeing something a while ago i'll have a look and if i'm right um i'll leave this part in if i'm wrong then you won't hear we'll it ignore it yes yeah we'll, just print it <laughs> we'll skirt over it but so yeah i mean it, it is a difficult one and i suspect that if there is a 
um, you know, a breakthrough in recyclable toothpaste tubes, they will probably be quite expensive at yeah, the moment. Yeah, so yeah. we just need more companies to get on board with it. But it is something that everybody is so keen on. I mean, when you go to dental shows, it is literally what people want to talk about is how we can be more environmentally friendly and how we can you know get products and certainly speaking for for two sort of entrepreneurs who are inventing things that is the kind of things in dentistry that they are looking at making sure they're sustainable i mean there are toothpaste tablets um yeah, yeah. as well which is no tube so that's very sustainable mm-hmm. um i did try one the other day it was I didn't have a toothbrush with me, so I didn't actually brush my teeth with it. But I did chew it up and swish it, swish it round, and yeah, it was reasonably pleasant. Oh, so cool. I think you just you you would then you crunch it up in your mouth and then use your toothbrush. Yeah, uh, which I didn't have one at the time, so I just tried it on its own. So yeah, it was it was good. I mean, I think we need to check that it's got the optimum amount of fluoride in. Absolutely. So I mean that that is a real advantage using those as long as it's got the right fluoride because it won't have the sodium lauryl sulfate in it, which is the foaming agent of a toothpaste that a lot of people are very sensitive to, mm-hmm. especially if you've got you know gum conditions, if you've got burning mouth syndrome geographic tongue like complainers those kind of things yeah it stings yeah, dry yeah, mouth yeah. as well it's not very nice it does dry your mouth out a bit so um the sodium laurel sulfate um lots of people have to avoid it because yeah. that's what makes it all foamy and those toothpaste tabs they're like a double pronged of sustainable because there's no plastic tube no. But sometimes they can also come in like aluminium tins or yeah. um, like metal cases. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In, yeah. But also, you don't need to run the tap to. No. It's your it saliva's doing it. Yeah. yeah so there's no water wastage there well, you either. Just, you would have to rinse your toothbrush, but it's far less. I mean, and again, when you are using your toothbrush, it's slightly off. But this is at home. Don't keep your tap running while you're brushing your teeth, just because you don't need to wet your toothbrush when you first when you put it in your mouth you should use a dry brush so you don't need your tooth you you tap on same with interdental cleaning i would i normally put a little bit of water in the bottom of the basin and then in between cleaning just give it a swill swill in that so you don't have to keep it running there as well so that's Mm. that's pretty good um i mean with toothpaste chew toothpaste chews toothpaste tablets they also some of them have xylitol in and as we know xylitol is is a good ingredient for our teeth it's an artificial it's a, not an artificial sweetener it is a sugar-free sweetener yeah that is naturally found but it um alters the consistency of of plaque and stops it being quite so sticky so it does tend to slide off the teeth then mm-hmm. better so you've got kind of a double pronged um attack on on plaque so that that is a, a benefit as well yeah um absolutely i mean well when you look at the um sustainability and dental practices the the thing that actually is is the most damaging is the patients traveling to the the dental practice and the staff traveling to the dental practice yeah. so it it's you know the the when we put it in perspective the things that we're actually doing in the dental practice are not as bad as getting the staff in and getting the patients in so without the staff and the patients we'd be far more sustainable oh yeah if no one was there yeah <laughs> no one turning the lights on no one driving the car in yeah so yeah i mean it, it might be worth 
speaking to receptionists and trying to get families all coming in at once rather than sort of four different appointments um and you know car sharing for staff if they live close by to each other yeah. all of that will help um the largest part of our unsustainable um efforts um yeah just to make it a little bit better mm-hmm. for the environment yeah absolutely so um tomorrow not tomorrow the day after tomorrow um we have a special guest on um so nude gum is one of our accredited products they are a completely plant-based chewing gum um their whole slogan is chew plants not plastic we'll get into what that means more when we speak to them um but it is a really really interesting topic and something that really opened my eyes um into plastic use in oral health so uh yeah just come back for that and uh that is it from me and karen for now we'll be back later on in the week talking about something else (laughs) 